0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. Team Ed. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just
1: as curious as
0: you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it.
1: Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm, going, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm glad to hear that. Um, before we get into it, we are going to talk about Israel but I, I mm. had a question from someone that I was like, give me a question. They said, well, ask him what's his favorite video game.
1: Oh, you know, the only one I remember is Oregon Trail. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we definitely spent a lot of time trying that one out as six kids in the house and we would take turns doing it. And we were really resentful for the ones who were good at it because mm-hmm. they seemed to go through it. And- I'm
1: closer to those days than I thought. I am, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I could actually play my kids and once in a while win.
0: Hey, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. There was actually like one time I I read uh, or I was hearing someone, they made like a, so one of like popular games was like called Zelda and basically you're just this little player and you go around and doing different missions and stuff like that and then you can get a better sword and then like a better, you know, Uh, helmet or something like that. But there was a Christian one that I don't know who put the money behind it, but a lot of money went into it and it was like a Christian version of it and uh, kind of flopped.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. If you can imagine. Well, if they named it Zelda, that was my fifth grade teacher. Oh. <laughs> so I don't type of, can I play Zelda? Yeah, let's play as Zelda. A, yeah,
0: a mighty warrior. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> she was. All right. So all joking aside, oh, everyone, thanks for joining us again today. Um, we're so blessed to have you guys with us. Um, as you all know, these are all cold red questions to Dawn. at least. I get yeah. to see them beforehand and try to get some things in there to try to stick them on certain issues. But for the most part, uh, you know, these are off the cuff. And so if we're wrong about something, let us know. We did get some really good comments uh, from people from the last, like, couple episodes, um, uh, I believe, about uh, the uh, immigration and the border. Uh, there are some good insights there. And uh, and, and one referring, uh, um, pertaining to, you know, if God is so good, why does he let good thing or bad things happen to good people. And I thought those were uh, really insightful. So if you get a chance, go in there and we'd like to see some more comments in there too. So if you can, yeah, please do, please do. Um, Okay. Israel, Palestine, what's going on?
1: What's going on? Well, this is an age old question. Uh, It has to do with who, who belongs to what and what belongs to who. And uh, I think in in one way we need to approach it that hey God made the earth, mm-hmm. uh, we get to inhabit part of it. Uh, I think that would probably be instilled in both religions that are behind this uh, skirmish. Uh, the 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 thing is, everybody wants that piece of ground. You know, it's yeah. holy ground. Why? Yeah. Why? why? All... You know, it's got a couple of old things on it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but it it does play a part in in both religions that are or all three religions that are fighting in that area um and and how can we treat people decent enough to live together and let certain things right and and realize that human life is sacred yeah and uh you can get all sorts of backgrounds i mean historically palestinian palestinian people didn't have a nation. Right. And, and as far as real estate. Yeah. Uh, that group of people come from several groups of people and, and so they don't have a real estate thing, uh, but the Jews weren't there until 19 in the 1920s to 40s and forties. Mm-hmm. And uh, then became a nation in 48 when the British pulled away from them. Right. So, uh, you know, they're sort of there. Yeah. And they've sort of been there for hundreds of years, thousands of years. Um, uh, the the skirmish seems to be beyond territory, though. Yeah, it seems to have to do with an approach to life and approach to God, mm-hmm. and I think it probably emphasizes as much. Do we we live into people's lives, or do we just eliminate people who yeah. disagree with us? Yeah. And I think most of our conversations sort of are that way, and we talk about liberal and pro- and uh, conservative and all those attributes and and uh, the willingness of individuals to come to the table and even to have a discussion reflects on their approach to life. Yeah. And if we're willing to live into each other's lives, in other words, you know, you're not like me Mm -hmm. and I'm not like you, Mm -hmm. but if we're willing to rub shoulders with each other, likely we will gain something that works better in our life and helps us better down the road. Either something we avoid (laughs) I right. don't want to do it like Don does there or, or something that we want to embrace, yeah. boy, that looks good. I'd like to have that in my life. and so we can be better together than separately. What I see in these conversations is that there are certain of these groups that would like to live into each other's lives, and it's all right. you know you could you can do that we'll, well, you know, and others who say no, there's no way you can be here, right you can't have much conversation that way. Right. And you're not going to have peace that way. And I would go back. I I guess I'm a little bit supporting Israel in the fact that I still think even at their, their uh, governmental level, there's at least some understanding of trying to make wholeness. Shalom. Mm -hmm. And okay, let's all get along together. Let's work at this but they will not tolerate being persecuted. Sure. They're done with that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <clears throat> I think that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, hard to, to come down on hard lines with people knowing that usually usually takes two people to tango.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's, that's where I'm coming down right now from what I'm hearing. Uh, I, I, used about three or four different news sources. Mm -hmm. It's a good idea. And that seems like uh, this, this is where we're at today. The, the dangerous part of it is that there are little uh, roots of this crisis that will go into the nations, not only right around Israel, right, but also uh, around the world. Right. And okay, we're going to support this guy and we're going to support this guy. And I, I, my my thing is I see the roots of a civil, of a, a world war.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I I don't like saying that because it makes you kind of seem like a tinfoil hat-wearing kind of person, but it, I'm, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned about it. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, it seems like everyone wants you to pick a side, you know? Pick a side. Whose side are you on? And I did the same thing as you where I, you know, once I had heard about it, you know, the next day I started, you know, um I just listen to podcasts, okay? Just great mm-hmm. ones just like this. Um <laughs> <There you laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the the first one I kind of went to was that Ben Shapiro just cuz he's a Jew, mm-hmm. very conservative. Um I generally don't listen to him cuz he I don't know. Everything is at a 10 mm. when not necessarily needs to be, right? But um some of the images and stuff like that, man, really got me onto Israel's side and then you know, like a few days later you see that Israel has you know tripled the body count of Palestines compared to what they did and that one's hard to stomach um, I having a hard time wondering why there's so many people like even in the United States around the world in popular cities where they're actually waving Palestine flags and celebrating that's very concerning to me I was, I was I, that's the one I have a really hard time finding any sort of rational um, explanation as to, like, why celebrate that part? Yeah. You know? But, but.
1: That, to me, that says there's more going on here than we're hearing about. Mm-hmm. There, there's at least some way of getting that grouped together and informed, and this is what we're going to do. Right. And so where's that coming from? What's oh, sense skating yeah. it, and, and mm-hmm. what's behind it? I have some red flags there as to how that's being done, but we can get the word around the world very quickly anymore. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You can get some influence out there into people's ears as quickly as it happens anymore. And that first little bit is always what's going to be the most impactful. I think there's a popular phrase, you know, like the, a lie will, you know, race around the world before the truth is, while the truth is still lacing up
1: its boots or something.
0: And there's a lot of truth
1: to that too. There is, there really is. And that's why in this point in time, we really need to be careful where we're getting our influence from Mm -hmm. and, uh, and measuring our news very carefully.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially if there's some sort of call to action. You know, make reference that in with the Bible. See what uh, see what shakes out there.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, the the final skirmish will be mm-hmm. in that area of the country, and uh, so I know there's a lot of pastors that are saying, "Okay, get ready, Revelation's coming." Yep. And, and I uh, just
0: heard that they did get they are they have a if you remember from last year with our harvest specials that we did we had the red heifer episode mm-hmm. they've got another one just so you know i mean they get them all the time and they're letting this one develop they're saying oh well, it's we're pretty close it doesn't seem we're almost ready to check to see if it has any blemishes
1: which there you go got to make sure it's not unblemished
0: right who gets to make that decision to see if they're ready for the coming of christ i guess but or I guess in their minds, it would be something different. Messiah. Messiah, yeah. yeah. Waiting for something that already came.
1: Well, in our eyes. Yeah, I'll just a little bit late. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it's interesting that most of those heifers come from the United States, too. Well. Yeah. That's kind of curious. We've got the beef. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's Where's right. the beef? We've got the beef. Yeah, if you want it unblemished, mm-hmm. look no further. Yeah. Um. What can the Bible tell us about this conflict? It seems to be... um. Hot on everyone's mind. What direction can we take from God's word to use in conversations with other people?
1: Well, one, this is not new news. Right. Uh, crisis in the Middle East has been for two, three, four millennia. Yeah, I mean it's all through the Bible. It's and, and that's, and I think it's because people are so passionate about what they've been led to believe yeah and so this isn't anything new I mean we've had conflict in the Middle East all my life and I'm older than you are hmm so uh, and then I, I remember hearing it from my grandparents so it's been a long time so in that place it's not anything new but we need to treat it as something that's here and now sure and knowing Bible prophecy and the fact that, that that war will be in the Middle East mm-hmm. that uh, initiates all of the things that come on uh, the Book of Revelation, then we need to be aware. This could be the time right? as much as any other time. Yeah. Uh, the The conflicts go back so far that we need to be realizing that sometimes, okay, when I read the Bible, I read the Bible fresh Mm -hmm. and every time I go through it, I need to read it fresh. Okay. That means every time I read it, I get something new out of it. Sure. And if I get something new out of it, that means I may not have got all of it last time. Right. (laughs) And if I didn't get it all last time, I need to keep reading it Mm -hmm. because there might be something more this time. Yeah. So you look at Daniel's revelations and the things that come out of that. You look at the revelation of John and, and uh, you see the things that come out of that and realize that, you know, folks, it could be the time. Mm-hmm. It could be the time right now that Christ will come again. Yeah, and we know that He'll gather the church up first. My that's my belief that He'll gather the church up first and take them away and, and then let them have it for a while. Right, <laughs> and let the that final battle happen, and, and then the thousand year reign.
0: So is that what you're looking forward to? Not maybe. Maybe they would uh, get along now no. along, or would you rather see the?
1: Well. I guess history end of days. I, I'm ready, you know, for the sure. end of the days. Uh, that being said, I have grandchildren. I'd love to see grow into the kingdom, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I'm not pushing along, but I, I'm keeping my eyes open. Yeah, and then living for today rather than oh, well, I'm all worried about tomorrow. Well, no sense in getting worried, right? Because it's not going to help the conflict at all. And and if it raises our anxiety. Then in the time of crisis, we've already maxed out yeah. our resources to deal with what's going on. Sure. So I'd say keep cool, keep calm, watch for the hand of the Lord at work, uh, take time in prayer, make sure that you're in touch with the Holy Spirit, so that if if God's going to call you out to do something in the middle of what's playing out before us, you're ready to take part mm-hmm. and be a part of what's the the... God's solution. Yeah. God's solution to what's going on. I mean, you can talk about the Middle East, but it takes our eyes off what's going on in America. Yeah. And there's plenty of conflict going on in America right oh, yeah. now. Live into this. Yeah. Uh, be an active part of what's going on in the world. Uh, if you can't be an active part on the ground, pray. Yeah because there's plenty of things that we can, can be prayed for.
0: Yeah, and I definitely think that would be the way to go with this conflict in Israel is that might be what we need to do is mm-hmm. just pray because a lot of lives there that do not know Jesus. Where would they see that from? I don't think that me sitting on, you know, typing on my computer, oh, these, you know, these people need to be eradicated
1: from the <laughs> earth. And it, that's certainly not going to help. That's not going to help. No. No. Uh, and it, from a Christian perspective, I'd see everybody on that battlefield needs Jesus. Yes. <laughs> on both sides, you know. We haven't got this down yet, guys. Mm-hmm. And so uh, how do we breathe Christ into this? Right. So uh, if we could be that voice bringing reason, let's do. Yeah. If we can bring uh, some of that uh, shalom mm-hmm. into the situation, let's do. Yeah. Uh, I just remember the Six-Day War yeah. back in 1967. Uh, there was a lot of prayer in that period of time because it was a really, I mean, that was volatile. Yeah. And and the testimonies of the Jewish people that went through that war uh, and how miraculously there were interventions with machinery and, and tanks and things that just are not normal. Hmm. It was as if God had said, okay, guys, I know you're the smaller of the two. I can show it on the battlefield. It's almost like the Old Testament. Times when uh, God would raise up and say, well, you know, like Gideon. Sure. You got too many warriors. You know, you got to cut this battle back down. So you can't say it's your, you won. The battle belongs to the Lord.
0: Okay, quick, quick follow-up question about that. Okay. Oh, dear. These are the Jewish people. I'm creating my own questions. Yeah, I know. These are the Jewish people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. People that are denying Jesus. Mm-hmm. And God would bless them with those? But they're
1: still God's people. Okay. You need to remember that without the Jewish people, you and I wouldn't be sitting here. Well, oh, I understand that. And, and even though they didn't get the text that Jesus is Lord, God still has a, a mission for them. Okay. And we do see that mission in Revelation. Okay. And so they play a key role in the unfolding of the kingdom in revelation i see so yeah they're still pretty important to god
0: i see okay
1: that makes sense
0: mm-hmm. okay um well we're at 17 minutes now Are so we? i think okay. <clears throat> this is a good wrap if anybody else has more questions comments something maybe I bet we... this one will
1: get some comments what do ah, you bet yeah. i bet so yeah
0: i hope so mm-hmm. yeah l- let us know i yeah, mean I'm pinned on down yeah otherwise pray let's uh and we'll do that right now. How about that? We can do that. All right.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege you give us to be together. I thank you for this time with Alex and with everyone who's tuned into this podcast. Heavenly Father, we raise up the nations involved in conflict right now and pray, pray Heavenly Father, that your hand would be at work on the battlefield and behind the battlefield. Heavenly Father... We pray for shalom, that the broken pieces would come together and that all would turn their face towards you, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus Christ,
0: amen. Amen. Hey, thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, We love having you here. Um, I'm glad to be here. Good. (laughs) If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button for us Um, and join us next week. We have a... I think a really good episode. Oh, dear. (laughs) It's going to be a fun one. It's not a Don Gotcha one, but maybe.
1: You never know. All right.
0: Stay tuned. Cliffhanger. That's right. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun, too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission.